So I was writing an intro today and then Kevin actually said he didn't like the Mandalorian. So now I'm just going to spend this time roasting the fuck out of him. It's, it's a perfect modern Western and it is one of the most amazing love letters to Star Wars fans that has ever existed. Uh, Kevin can't just understand how much love was poured into this Dave Filoni, Jean Favreau, all fantastic and all deeply, deeply love the source material. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the child. I'm not. But it is very necessary to the lone wolf and cub sort of vibe the entire show gives off. Like, just lone wolf and cub was just, I, I, I saw the first two episodes and I was just like, this is lone wolf and cub in the fucking Star Wars universe with a goddamn Mandalorian. This is fantastic. For fuck's sake, Kevin, it's a solid goddamn show. The fact that you can't see the Mandalorian's face just as wait to his acting. Season two is hype. Fuck off, Kevin. You're watching Twitch and not watching uh, Discord, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> you realized as you were saying that that I was counting down in Discord, didn't you? Yeah. Good job, Chris. Good fucking I'm job. I'm sorry, there was, just some, there was just genuinely some real fucking passion there. <laughs> How are you all doing today? Don't worry, that's all going to get cut out, so... Uh, no, it no, won't. No, it's not. No, it fucking won't. You know it won't, Kevin. You fucking know it won't. Yeah, I don't have time uh, to do that. He doesn't have the fucking time to do that. That was your cold open for the day. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. How are you all doing? Cold open hot takes, motherfuckers. Uh, um, how are you all doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Enjoyed that, that wow. open. Yep, I figured you all would like the opening. Never and allowing Kevin... him to do that again. Uh, good fucking luck. <laughs> I like that he says allow, like he's in charge of anything. Yeah, I was like, Kevin is an entity unto himself. Uh, so is Gav. They can't control each other. They need to really realize this. Forces of nature, opposites attract. Let's go fuck. Yep. Let's I'm not. mildly unsure if they can control themselves. <laughs> I'm not really in charge of myself either, don't No, I definitely uh, agree with that. Kevin, what have you been up to, buddy? Um, I have been horribly addicted to COD. I mean, I think that's clear. <laughs> I thought I, he was going like to say something else there. You like fish? <laughs> he was say I didn't else know you there. were a pescatarian. Chris, what was I going to say? Now I'm curious. I thought you were going to say you are horribly addicted to cock. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> oh, and the show has already degenerated, and it's literally like five minutes in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought the same thing. Why would I just sit here and admit to being addicted to cock live on the air? Chris, clip that out of context. Someone, someone thank clip that, you. please. Someone clip, someone clip that out of context. Thank you. Jesus Christ. I don't even understand why that would be a thing. <laughs> Kevin, you're a fucking modern man, all right? You don't have to be fucking oh. bound by the goddamn rules of a uh, of wow. a, a two-gender single sexuality. I mean, I uh, could have literally said anything in the world. I could have said ramen noodles. But I mean, yeah, Chris you is like, but, that's the first thing that comes so, to his mind. So, so 
Kevin, you are upset that the gay man immediately thought of cock. I mean, that makes sense, but for me... Yeah, it, mean, it immediately makes sense that the first thing on Chris's mind is fucking to message turgid rods, okay? Ben says the first penetrator his wife and Chris make in Minecraft will be dedicated to Kevin. Penetrator. <laughs> All right, anyway. Leanne and I make a lot of giant uh, phallic penises in Minecraft. Oh, there you go. But we do. So, there you go. So I've been playing Modern Warfare... Jesus Christ. Okay. Let's let's continue. Yeah, That's all going to get cut out, too. Don't worry. Um, no, it's no, it's not. You're not cutting a thing out. Uh, yeah, so I did a lot of unlocks because they put shipment on 24-7, so like you can get quests done really easily. And then I showed Neth a little thing called Rank Progression that she didn't know about, which is 100 quests oh, yeah. every season that's been out for the last four seasons. <laughs> and somehow she missed that. So started in season three okay. i didn't know that that screen existed no one told me before now and how many did you finish yesterday because i finished 23 of them i mean it was already pretty much that's done. the thing like if you don't know about them it's hard to do them but as soon as you know about them it's easy to do them because it's like it's a bunch of it's like kill five people with a proximity mind you know it's like all right fine you know i'll put that on for a while Shit, in proximity mind right exactly but like oh my god if you use claymores and if you use proximity mines and shipment, it is so funny because you'll just like randomly get death speeds. I found out though, Neth, if you're doing this, I don't know if you did this yet or not. You have to be alive when those things go off. When you die, they despawn. So you put a proximity mine out, you rat in a corner, and then you just I'm see people die. It's it's pretty fun. But the funnest the funnest thing that I had done this last week was unlocking the Cali sticks, which is get um, three sliding knife kills in 15 matches. Oh my god, that was fun. And throwing knife kills. Throwing knife kills was amazing on shipment. Because you slide around like you were going to melee them, but you just throw a knife at them instead. And then you get to a point where you can like slide and throw a knife at them from a distance. And you just piss off people like there is no tomorrow. Because... The time to kill on a knife is zero because it's one-shot kill. So you slide, they start shooting you with a gun, and then they're just deleted. And they just fucking rage at you, and I had such a great time with that. I highly recommend it. No. Kevin enjoying annoying people? Throughout, yes. I mean, to be frank, though, th these are very annoying, easily annoyed people. So Yes, they are easily annoyed in the first place, but... Oh, I mean, like, I think the most fun I had with everybody this week was when we had that big group. There was like, what, six or seven, seven of, us. of us? And we were, yeah, and we were doing multiplayer, and people were getting tilted as fuck because we were having fun. <laughs> How dare we have fun? Like, Are you all part of a church? Are you all at a church? Yeah, we're playing casual mode multiplayer, and people think it's the fucking, you know, Olympics End or something. World. Yeah. yeah. Stop laughing. Take this seriously. <laughs> no. But some people did, like, they did chime in, and, and, like, Danny picked them up, and we grouped with them after they were cool. Wait, you have moved from Warzone to casual multiplayer? Yes, we do casual do. multiplayer. I might actually now. join with that. I might actually it join is, with that. I do like It is pretty fun. I hate, I hate, I, it's Warzone I don't like, I think. Casual I multiplayer can be a blast if you cheese it. If um, you cheese it with enough people. Yeah. And then it just becomes fun because more people are having fun and more people are trying to try hard. 
And Seth is right. This is fucking serious business, all right? <laughs> Cod is serious business. It is. Fucking it's... delightful white fish from the Atlantic. Hell yes, it's serious fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, pretty tasty. Hey, Chris, I, how well, you doing, buddy? Hold on a sec. I also have to Bye. give a shout out because I played Saints Row with LB again. And somehow, like, I've been able to successfully pull LB off of Tarkov once a week for the past two weeks, so I feel like that's an accomplishment. That in itself is an accomplishment. LB exists anymore. I, I'm pretty certain he doesn't. I'm pretty certain he doesn't exist anymore. I think LB's gone so hard into Tarkov that he actually is a Russian agent, and he's just pretending. I mean, I can see that. He's just pretending to LB's, be LB's a sneaky now. one. LB's a sneaky He's one. I can sneaky see dicky. He LB loves to just like sneak around really slowly and then just like sneak up on people and kill them horribly. Um, you know, I have enjoyed being able to actually ride in cars nowadays in in Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> I have enjoyed being able to take cars every so often in Warzone. LB has a Let's strict talk about vehicles. He has a strict no vehicle <laughs> policy. Anything that shows you up on the map, LB is like. No, you have to be a stealthy, no. stealthy boy. I just like being uh, loud. I think we should get the pink anime truck and then just run around in that and kill people. The one the one and only time I got in a vehicle in Warzone, I think I lasted, what, four seconds? Before you saw, like, before just a rocket, it. a crash or a rocket just crashed fucking it. hits you, yeah. yeah. No, I crashed yeah. it. It oh, was yeah. me. I, I, like, I think I got it up and then I just tipped the thing. I think it was a helicopter. Good. Yeah, helicopter <laughs> sounds about right. Helicopter oh, yeah. sounds about They're right. Tipping it and just blowing hell. yourself up. At, yep. Um, oh, so, Chris, what have you been up to in the Fortnite, sir? Uh, we So, we've transferred to uh, Horde, a uh, different server on US, WoW, and uh, retail, and we're Horde now. <laughs> so, that's fun. Everybody's been enjoying that. Because, um, you know, so I love what, Horde do, what do I need to do to do that? Just either make a new character on uh, the Horde server, or boost something, or transfer something, and then just play. Are you doing max level, or are you starting from scratch? Most of them. Most are, of us are max level. I opted to use a boost. I'm like third, one thirteen, one fourteen at this point. One thirteen, one fourteen, something like that. Uh, Seth is like ninety odd. Yeah, Seth decided to do the the grind through, and yeah, so he's he's, he's making his way 90. up. To, yeah. Yeah. Like four hell? days in, he's like ninety, I think. What the hell? But that's also <laughs> bear in mind that he's he's primarily focusing on getting shit done on Mechagon. Oh, and he's one hundred three now. On... He's one hundred three now. Oh, oh my god, there's Holy no shit. way I'm redoing Mechagon. I would rather yeah. cut off oh, my testicle. Then just transfer, transfer your transfer your priest. Uh, I mean, like you but don't an... have to strictly Gnomes do Mechagon for life, Chris. I you mean, be a, be a goblin, goblin or a Volpera. I want to be a Volpera. But I need to do the unlock. Okay. Is that hard? So if you then, transfer and then race change, you need to transfer. You need to unlock. So what you would need to do oh, is need to transfer and race. No, he won't have unlock because he doesn't have a horde. Well, no. So you need no, to transfer. If, if he transfers, if he transfers an allied race over that, like, is an allied race, he goes to the equivalent one, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, no. 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 You, he if you still has to him, do the you unlock. Can you can completely pick, but if you have, what's the equivalent for Volpera on Alliance? I am dark, completely. That wouldn't be Dark Iron. Mechanomes. It's mechanomes. Okay, if you have the Mechanomes unlocked, then you have the Volpera unlocked. Okay, so then you have Volpera unlocked. 
I don't think honest. that's the case because I have not been because I, I I have uh what's it called? What do I I have Dark Irons and I have Void Elves unlocked, but they're not unlocked on the Horde equivalent. Uh, okay. My Horde equivalent's when, unlocked. When, when I, I just character because I just factioned the Hunter and I have I could have made her Valpera. I had that option. Hmm. And I've only I done have the no, stuff on my main. Why, why does she have all of these things? Every single time something comes up, like when it's her transferring know. or on the accounts, she has it. But when I've done it in the past, it doesn't fucking work. I don't know. Some sort of dark magic. Um, let's talk more offline about that. What, what do you guys uh, need, what else you by up the way? To? What if uh I whatever you want, I rolled mage. Uh Chris is a healer. Um Chris Chris is a shaman. You don't have to say healer. Chris is a shaman. Chris I can is do a it. shaman. I do I'm I a mage do. because I decided we probably just needed something like magey, like DPS. I also have a demon hunter's like 103, so he's good. Yeah. Uh Vil is a warrior. Bill's a warrior, Seth's a warrior, Nate's a hunter. Yeah, so we could always use another healer or more DPS. Okay. Okay. I'll think yeah. about it. So, uh, Chris, what else have you been up to? Let's, let's, let's chop through. Let's go. Uh, playing League of Legends, been doing some unranked, and been playing a lot of Nexus Blitz. Really fun game mode. I think it's much more fun than Earth. Can and... you explain Nexus Blitz in like two seconds? Uh, shit ton of events only last about 15-20 minutes and you get scaled like a motherfucker and it's really really fun so it just kind of progresses the game mode faster yeah it's a separate game mode on a separate standalone map whatever happened to that weird circle map they used to have uh Dominion that's long gone oh so sad I no one played Dominion. I literally Dominion. no one played Dominion. When I, I actually like when I played well. League of Legends years and years ago, I actually liked Dominion. Uh, uh, Dominion was a lot of fun. I liked Dominion, but no, not enough people played it, so they had to shut the servers down. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, it comes back every now and then. Yeah. Um, and leveling multiple tunes in WoW Classic. Well, there you go. Uh, Neff. What have you been up to? Oh, that was frightening. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Live. Okay. Transfer okay. Hunter, like Chris was saying, playing with everybody. Um, wow. Shadowlands beta. Um, been poking around and working on going through the zones again. Um, I completely started from scratch so that I could see if things that I had ticketed before were fixed. Um, and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of Call of Duty. You... You're burying the lead now. <laughs> she said duty. Oh, oh, and you know, my gaming PC is finally built. Yay! Yay! Congratulations. Yay! <laughs> well, that's funny. Now I get to roast you about other things rather than just your PC. I I, I heard sure. that you had yeah. Neff, I heard that you had what? fun like actually figuring out what graphics look like today in games. <laughs> I mean, no, I like I'm not even gonna like I'm not even gonna like deny it because like I was in I was on voice chat with Carrie and Seth. And logged into WoW and had the settings cranked to max. And I'm flying through Aldum. 
and I'm in like the far southeast corner of Aldham and I turn around to go fly back to turn something in and I'm like, what the fuck is, oh, that's the sword over in Silithus. What the hell? Oh yeah, you can actually see the sword in Silithus oh, from a oh distance God, now. Yeah, you can see the sword from Silithus like in oh, uh, most zones in Kalimdor. Yeah, you can go pretty much all the way, almost not quite all the way to the north and see it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? What is this thing in the sky? Oh! Nice. Yeah. Oh my god, that's pretty! Oh my god, what's that? Oh, look at that! Oh, look, there's... <laughs> so yeah, and... The computer can now run Call of Duty! Nice. In full hot settings! <laughs> Duty. And isn't Call of Duty pretty? on the computer i've only done the training area so far i haven't actually jumped into a game yet because i was trying to figure out if i'm going to use my controller that i have for my computer or if i'm going to use my mouse and keyboard which i've been lectured by danny that i have to use my mouse and keyboard (laughs) that'll be a whole other discussion later how are you Um, taking all this advice from danny and we we would say that, and you would be like, because "Fuck Danny off." Because Danny is a good player. Because Danny, Danny is, is a really good really, player. Really good at it. And so, if Danny suggests things to me, I'm going <laughs> to listen because Danny also explains why he's making the suggestions for me that he's making. Okay. God, um, fucking Daniel. I, I would suggest going back and just maybe playing the first mission in the single player campaign, Neth, at, at like full That's max settings. In the chat. Can confirm I was very shocked. I really was. It was kind of, like I fully admit I was laughing at myself, but it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like just just try that first mission at max settings and you'll be impressed. Hey. Huzzah! So, yeah. However, I do I am now back to only having one monitor because my second monitor actually won't work with my shiny video <laughs> card, so I need to go buy another monitor again. Oh boy. Because it's an old ass monitor. Yes, yes, it is. Wow. I mean, you could just alternatively get an adapter because I'm assuming yeah, it's just the uh, the input. Like your your cable is the wrong cable. Yeah. You could just buy. But... I'm assuming it's probably or DVI to HDMI, yeah. one of the two, or, or Display Port. Depends on what yeah. the cable is. But yeah, you can always just buy um, those. Those are cheap. You can get them on Amazon. The monitor that I have only cost me 150 bucks. I'd rather just get a new monitor because the colors are actually starting to go in the other one. So I'd rather just get a shiny new monitor for the shiny new computer. That's fair. You can get a new monitor cheap as balls, too, if you just need a second monitor or a used monitor, just like buy someone. I mean, I got mine, which is a 27 inch uh, 144. You know, it's only 1080, but I got this for like 130 bucks. Oh, and we discovered when we were, well, we, I say we, <laughs> the Spawn and Adam discovered while they were building it, because I had nothing to do with it, let's let's be honest. Um, we ordered the wrong case, and so my case didn't have the unicorn barf, so my unicorn barf fans arrived yesterday, and they're being installed next time Adam comes over, because that was the one parameter that I set for the computer, was it must have unicorn barf. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. Like my unicorn part. quarantine. Um, I mean, Gav, it's not what wrong. Have you, what have you been doing? Here's the interesting one, Gav. What have you been doing the last couple weeks? Wow, I guess. Wow, yeah, Gav is playing. What? Wow. What? Wow. Kind of like super casually. 
to shut people up more than anything else. And I still have an active subscription at the moment, so it shuts people up. <sighs> Unfortunately, the problem is that right now there are currently three or four independent groups of people that are playing games. So you've got Chris, who's playing like League of Legends and some other stuff a lot. You have like Seth and Vil who are playing a lot of WoW. And then you've got like Kevin and Neth who are playing a lot of COD. So I'm getting on and I'm like, "Eh, there's three separate groups of people. All of them are doing different things. I'm just going to go play Slay the Spire. I mean, you could pick one. I mean... Poor man, he has too many options. It's not that it's too many options. It's just like, if I go play with Kevin and Neff, Chris is going to like join in on the server and I'm going to be having like two different conversations at once and both sides of the conversation are not going to get the other half of the conversation that I'm having with the other person. And which hey, happens all too frequently. You forgot about LB and Hot Dog playing uh, Tarkov. Uh, who's LB? <laughs> I mean, at one point in time, I knew an LB. At one point in time, I knew an LB, but I mean, I haven't seen an LB in a while, so I I just assumed it was just a fever dream. Um, LB, tell um, me what you're going to play in World of Warcraft with us, and then I'll compliment that. Uh, But yeah, so that and Hearthstone, Golomance comes out in five days. Uh, I did my pack openings last night through a fireside gathering and I got a pretty good run this year. I got, I averaged a legendary every 15 packs, which is above average. So that's really good. I was happy with that. Um, yeah, I uh, can't wait for Skolomance and I can't wait to do a little bit more of that shit. Um, besides that, um, Magic Gathering Arena. I play a lot of arena. I play that in my downtime anyways, period. So I've been playing a lot more. I've been watching. I stream. You need to need to stream it more on our actual channel because I find it enjoyable to watch. It's it's entertaining. And then I tried to uh, I tried to explain it to both to LB and I not LB uh, to Kevin and Neth at one point. And I think it was Kevin. Uh, But yeah, it's. me it, and i was doing a pretty piss poor job of that i kind of got the gist of it like getting the gist of it is perfectly fine it's an easy game to pick up like to understand the basic rules of you turn things sideways and you hit the other person with them you play cards so you could turn them sideways to hit other people with them send plays a shit ton of magic the gathering by the way uh, you and me, friend. Uh, I play mostly historic, but I have been putting together some standards. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 talk. We'll talk. We'll definitely talk. Uh, uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much all I've all I've been doing. So, uh, so some asshole sent us an email, right, Neth? Call him an asshole. Wow. I always love calling <laughs> new listeners aggressive. aggressive. You know, he's in our chat right now. You, dick. I know. I know that was the joke. So you have listener feedback from a new listener um, who I'm just going to call Snowy because I never did learn how to say the name properly. 
But he says, morning all. I just wanted to drop an email to say hi that I had a good time playing with Neff, Gav, and Kevin on Saturday Night in Warzone. Thanks for taking this mediocre Scotsman along with you for a few fun rounds. Starting to work my way through podcast episodes, I've been meaning to get started, but I just had so many episodes in my feed, I wanted to get top on top of the shows already in my feed before starting on a new one. Really enjoying the show so far. Interesting mix of opinions and viewpoints, and I'm also learning about games I've never played. Snowy. <laughs> so... Snowy and I met via the guild that went with another podcast. Um, I don't remember what their podcast was called. Snowy, type it in our chat if you do remember. But the guild name was Pants on Head. And that was how we met close to 10 years ago now, I think. It was quite a while ago. Um, And we've kept in touch through Twitter over the years, just chatting back and forth. But it turns out... He and Chris live, like, ridiculously close to each other, which is hilarious. They're literally, like, like the next town over. <laughs> like, three miles yeah, from each what, other. What was, um, which one, Mintembly, what was the name of their podcast, though? <clears throat> He's in chat. Hi, Snow. Yeah. Let's keep it rolling for the Bain podcast. Find on Equip. Yes. Okay. So it was, but yeah. So we met because I used to listen to Bind on Equip and then joined the guild that they had with a bunch of other people. And Snowy was in the guild, and that's how we became friends. But yeah, I just think it's hilarious that he and Chris are literally like basically next door neighbors. <laughs> that's cool. Wait, Sin, you were on. You were on what? Bind on Equip. He's in the guild. You were in Pants on Head. Oh boy. Okay, there you That's go. having a family <laughs> reunion. <laughs> oh, God. That, actually, technically, that means Neth and I go back about 10 years as well, because I've known Eric about that long. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bugger! Okay, okay. Oh, my God! Okay, this we're is also a podcast still. This is also a podcast still. Do you want to have a family reunion and I can just cut this out later? Yes. I mean. <laughs> the show will be over in about an hour or so, so we can uh, definitely y'all can have this continue this conversation. Uh, <laughs> y'all can continue the conversation there. Uh, but so, thank you so much, buddy. Uh, you are an entertaining, uh, it, uh, moderately unintelligible human being. So I respect that. He is completely intelligible, although his. Accent is definitely a million times thicker than Chris. Yes, yeah. well, my accent is ridiculously bad. Like I, I don't have my, my accent is so fucking bastardized. You have a very bastardized accent, but he is approaching a brogue almost, but not quite. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I will understand him entirely. Yeah, I understand. Mm. I, I understand him completely. I understand him completely. But mm. I know people here in Houston that, or in Cyprus, that would. Be like, I don't understand what the fuck this guy's talking. Can you repeat that one more time? Repeat that again, sir. Say habla ingles. Yeah. I don't like those people. <laughs> those people bother me. I know people. I know people like that snow, and I hate to say that, but I do completely know people that would be like, I don't understand a fucking word this guy's saying. Which is hilarious because we, English. which is hilarious because we have a very large uh, Scots and Irish population in Houston because of the petrochem industry. It's 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 hilarious because there are so many people that that have like Irish and Scottish flags on the back of their cars because they work in petrochem 
inside of Houston, but they live in like Cyprus because it's the suburbs. It's absolutely mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Snow. Uh, it has been entertaining meeting you and deciphering your ramblings. Kevin has the thing he does. I do, where I do shout outs to people who listen to this podcast from all over the world. And oh dear. Oh dear. Over I the past two it. weeks. Oh, yep. oh. Over the past two weeks, we have listeners from the US, Canada, UK, Russian Federation, and Ireland. Uh, Kevin smash cut right after that to the uh to the Soviet chant march. No. <laughs> they're taking they're taking over our podcast. They've reached level four. just remember you can be on the top you can be on the top five list too if you get other people from your country to listen if you get enough bots in there (laughs) if you get enough bots well uh, on fiverr hello comrades (laughs) now in, in his defense most russians are just regular fucking people just yes. like most Americans are regular fucking people, most yes. Europeans, the whole swath of them are regular fucking people. I just I mean, hate, I'd argue I hate European all of their po- politics. <laughs> I hate all their fucking politics. Well, we know so, Chris yeah. has history argue, with the Russians argue, and on his. I'd argue service. normal Europeans. I would argue normal Europeans. I've met enough of them to know that we're all fucking weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. All weird in your cute own way. Um, so we're pretty fucking skint on news this week that we were going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a little brass. Yeah. There's some here. bits and bobs. There's some bits and bobs. Little bits and pieces. Um, we felt like we wanted to throw in. We, we wanted to have definitely fucking talk to each other for the first time in a, in a, in a minute. So, you know, we decided to do a, do a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do a thing. So, Chris, did you want to talk about the Realm Connections? Uh, yeah, so up and coming at the next re- uh, the next uh, weekly reset, so that's August 4th for the US, August 5th for Europe, uh, these Realm Connections will take place. Uh, so uh, Drekthul and Skywall will join Silvermoon and Moknethal uh, to become a one big connected realm. Uh, uh, Cairn uh, Penrold will join Scenarius. Paranold. To become a connect- Paranold. Did I say it wrong? Sorry. Well, Kieran and Paranold will, beca- will join Scenarius. Grizzly Hills and Lothar will join Malfurion and Trollbane. And Ravenholt and Twisting Nether will join uh, Lightning Hoof, Maelstrom, and the Venture Company. So that's all the realm connections for the US. Um, and the realm connections for the EU, it's just one set of connections we're getting. We're getting Kilrog, Nagrand, and Rim Totem will join Erethor and uh, Hellfire uh, to become one connected realm. All right. Uh, so again, this is just, this, I think it's the second or third wave of connected realms we've had. Yeah, and it's like and the, there's still more coming. It's in, and these are like generally low pop realms being merged into medium pop realms. Yeah, that's, that looks like the path they're going. They're not looking to create giant mega servers. Yeah. It just looks like they're creating medium servers at the moment. Yeah, so they're either connect- that could all change. Yeah, they're know. connecting sp- large size low pops to you know small size medium pops and small size lows large size mediums things like that just trying to like balance out the total distribution and i'm sure they're also 
on you know the business end trying to get rid of servers that aren't really being utilized so they don't have to waste money hosting them i mean no they're not they're not getting rid of servers all well, those servers are still up they're just they're connected i mean who knows what's happening on the back end it could all just be one server but like it just looks well they've used or... virtual servers for a while now yeah. like there's yeah. there's overall blades for the server farm but a lot of this is just virtualized at this point yeah mm-hmm. so i mean it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about myself uh yeah 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 and snow mentions that they're all shard it's all sharding and it's all everything is just sharded at this point which is exactly how it's been for a while so um Chris, just making connections I, so they can talk to each other essentially you are neth probably knows the most about torgas this is my one what's yes. so, um, first of all in the latest shadowlands build uh they made a change to torgas now what torgas is uh, it is the um infinite ever-changing it's, infinite dungeon it's, it's run. the it's the greater rift yes it's the greater rift it's the um palace of the dead stuff stuff like that so um the change they've made has caused a little bit of controversy because a lot of a good chunk of people aren't happy about it. Um, as it stands now in the current build, when you enter um, the the Torghast run, uh, you will get a buff, a debuff called the Jailer's Chains. Now, what that that will do will it will prevent you from swapping your equipped equipped gear, your talents, or your specialization. So it's grifts. It's it's literally greater rifts. Yeah. Yes. Um, there will be set places where you can do this within the dungeon. So at this, um, you can change them in the, cent- in the central chamber at the start of a floor. Uh, sure. Hold on, let's see. Play- so let me just read this from what it says. Players will no longer be able to change their gear, talents, soul binds at the start of every floor, um, but only in uh, central chambers at the start of the first floor and in the uh, vicinity of a helpful broker on non-boss floors in Torghast. I mean... So, you'll still have the option to do it. You just have to be in the central chamber, very start of the first, uh, very start of the first floor, or in these specific broker areas on non-boss floors. Okay, makes sense. Why aren't they just implementing what Diablo has and have Rift versus a Greater Rift? Well, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing. Like, dungeons are basically sort of like rifts like if you look at it from a progression standpoint like a dungeon is basically a rift and torgas is basically a greater rift okay yeah pretty much hmm. uh, no now when you say dungeons we don't mean like mythic plus yeah. because obviously mythic plus you cannot change any of those things yeah even as it stands now you haven't been able to since the start right. of the it's like mm-hmm. a casual versus like a hardcore mode yeah yeah now don't wrong, torgas is supposed to be designed to be very casual as well but it does have the opportunity to develop into an in-game kind of thing for some people. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I see nothing wrong with this. Neither do I. I genuinely have no issues with this. And I'm actually going to mention, and I will link the video uh, in, but I I think it was Riker who mentioned that, did a video mentioning that uh, the WoW dev team actually contacted the Diablo 3 dev team for input on Torghast. That actually does not shock me at all. Because Diablo 3 has implemented an infinite procedurally generated dungeon very successfully. And yeah. So yeah, really interesting, really, really kind of nifty to sort of take a look into. So I will I'll I'll get the I'll get the link for that video in a couple of minutes. I mean and, I, I would err on the side of make it be an option if people want to do it or not, and then have some kind of an indication on the leaderboards or whatever they're gonna do for this to show that they have that on or not 
Um, no, I don't think. I think no, I think you I have to go at the same. That. I think you have to just blanket apply everything the same way, just like D three does. Like you don't have a choice on being able to change your gear inside of a greater rift. Like once you open a greater rift in D three, your gear is locked. Your skills are locked. Everything is locked at that. Well, point. they just have modes. I mean, just do a rift if you want to do an infinite dungeon without, you know, with being able I to mean, change gear. Dungeon. I mean, I I could see, but I mean, that just adds like complexity to it. And it's another mode that people just might not use. And WoW has and been littered with those. Also, bear in mind, Torghast isn't going to have leaderboards to start with. Is, they, they said they don't even know if they're going to implement well, leaderboards for Torghast. This is, it's to help you level up too, right? No, Torghast is endgame. Oh, it's endgame? Torghast is a, yeah, Torghast is a, is a max level uh, event. Oh, so thing, it's not like Final Fantasy. No, it's not. No, it's this, not. This, this is designed for in game for legendary for per, per, uh, progression on your legendary items. Progression yeah. on your legend. Thank you. Progression on legendaries and to just have something else to do as well. That's that, that will become more challenging as the further you progress through it. Okay, so this is kind of taking the idea that they have live now. What are those things called where you can go into the the vision or the dream or whatever? I think they did horrific vision. Yeah. So like that, but kind of like an infinite version instead of doing the same thing over and over again. Kinda. Okay. Except or you know there's also can, no cap on how many you can do per week. Do, or you know, you could just call it a goddamn greater rift because it's a goddamn greater rift. Do we know if there's gonna be like is the level going to change or is it gonna be the same levels each level? Like the maps, are they randomly generated too, or they haven't gotten to that point? Everything's yet? randomly generated, Kevin. That's the point of it. Again, even the maps. Yes, because they're all they're using is tile sets, Kevin. It's wow. just tile sets. It's that's it's, surprising. It's, it's a it's a very elegant solution for it. Hmm. Like you just have a set of I randomly mean, generated tile sets. They'll be the maps will be like of the same aesthetic, mm-hmm. but the actual layer of them will be random. So, Kevin, that's you need cool. to look at it as a as a uh, island expedition plus a greater rift. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So there will be a th- overall theme to it, but those themes will be wildly different, and there will be a lot of uh, and a lot of uh, randomosity and proceduralization mm. built is, into it. Is that in? And as um, Seth is continuing to point out in chat, not terrible. Is that in <laughs> beta yet? I want to see Neth play one of those. Yes, it's been in. It's been in beta. Can you do it solo, yeah, Neth? Hmm. Think you can do you can you can do a Torgas solo or you can do it with up to five people up up to I wonder, a group of five. I want to see what it looks like. Happily, it looks. I will happily wait until I have peeps in the beta with me, and I will do it with a group. Mm, okay. Well then, we'll see it eventually. Yep. Uh, yes, we will see it at some point. Uh, Diablo, I believe season twenty two twenty one just started not too long ago, like a week or two ago, maybe. That's about it. Not a, whole, not a whole lot to go on for Diablo. I haven't been playing much. I didn't finish out last season, and I probably won't finish 21, out 21, according to Sun. 21. 21. I didn't finish last season, and I'm probably not going to finish this season either. So, um, Hearthstone, I already mentioned earlier that, uh, yeah, Whirlwind is the best. Whirlwind is best. Um, you and I are on the same page. I love you. Let's go have sex. Um, Hearthstone is... Eric Wood. Hearthstone is going on. Uh, Skullamance Academy, which is the next expansion pack, is getting ready to drop on the 6th of this month. 
Um, if you during this weekend, uh, you if you drop a fireside gathering, which is really easy to build an unlisted one and center it around your house, uh, you can open any packs you might have pre-ordered. I of course did packs because i'm that kind of person but i also had a shitload of google play credit from google surveys so that worked out for me um just i it looks really ridiculous and fun and i can't wait to get into and see how it affects my wild decks because i am a wild player so yeah you are um (sighs) dead game chris uh, nothing really. Okay, nothing for dead game. Um, nothing, nothing for dead game. Overwatch, none of us play it anymore. Yeah, can I just wait for Overwatch 2? Starcraft, actually, stuff? I will mention something for Starcraft 2. Um, they recently did a patch uh, that actually added some interesting new stuff to co-op mode. Um, I'd like them to put in some new maps or maybe a couple more commanders, but the new stuff for co-op mode uh, basically gives a prestige system, which fundamentally changes how each of the commanders play when you prestige up. It gives you a talent that you can basically allocate uh, that can kind of fundamentally change the way the entire character plays, the entire commander plays. So it's really interesting. I think I unlocked Abathur for co-op commander. Yeah, probably a while I don't think I've played him. I don't think I've, we sh- I should do that. I should you should you should teach me how to play again. <laughs> sure, that's fine. I can carry most of them with most of my characters. So, um, Activision, Girl. Kevin, you got anything going on for the Activision side of the? Uh, Kevin's gone. Kevin's not there. Kevin's <laughs> fucked off. He decided <laughs> to go to the restroom uh, at like literally the wrong time. So uh, oh, he thought I was going to no. be talking about Hearthstone for a while, and I wasn't. Let's skip Activision. Okay. We'll come back to because it's okay. Go ahead, Neff. You'll do it. So the new season starts August 5th, which means if you're still trying to finish out your battle pass for the current season, you've got a couple days left to do it. But there's double XP on right now, so that should help. Um, They've dropped the trailer for the new season, which will be in the link in the show notes. Um, One of the new things that shows up in the trailer is there is a new faction called Shadow Company. There's going to be three new operators as well as some new maps. Um, they haven't really detailed what is going to be coming in um, the actual battle pass for like prizes and stuff like that, but it's going to be interesting to see. Okay, interesting. And new maps for multiplayer, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, the new maps are going to be for multiplayer. There's no word on what's coming out of that whole that series of intel missions that we've done. Or- Which I or not wouldn't get you through that really quickly because I remember where all the locations are. I just need to know which one that you're on. Um, Very a myth. It, it basically looked like it was hinting towards the train coming, and there hasn't been any mention of that. So we'll see what comes out of it. And Kevin shouldn't have gone to the bathroom when Kevin went to the bathroom. Yep, because now Kevin's not got to speak about COD. Nope. Um, so there was a couple other little stories that we wanted to kind of cover, but let's just talk about the Mandalorian for a while until Kevin gets back. <laughs> no, no. Um, season uh, five starts August 5th. You're too late. You're done that. Too late, Kevin. Okay. Done it. I, I only <laughs> talked about Hearthstone for like a minute and a half. Oh, so you're just yep. fucking with me. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. There was not much. There was. It, it's the new season. The new expansion doesn't drop until the sixth, so I don't really have a whole lot to go on. Yeah, yet. there's a there's a lot of rumors. They don't put out a lot of information prior to the season dropping. 
Well, for COD, talking about Hearthstone, I was talking about Hearthstone. Oh, like the reveal's already done. I've, I've, all the cards have been revealed, and pretty much all the new information is out. So I, there's not a whole lot for me to talk about though, without boring the fuck out of everybody. So, um, so the next one is mine. Um, CD Projekt Red put out um, a news blast, and so I want to mention it to everybody on here. If you get an email saying um, about a cyberpunk beta, there is no beta. It is a scam email. There's going to be a link to the statement from them in the show notes again. But just so everybody who listens to us is aware, no beta. Don't believe anything that you get. It's all good. There you go. Cool. Uh, so some Ubisoft kind of stuff coming out, which some of this, some of this is stuff that I'm pretty certain has been in development hell for a while now. Like, so they've specifically yeah. one of the things specifically mentioned is Beyond Good and Evil will be getting a movie, <laughs> which I'm like eighty to ninety five percent has been like in development hell for at least a decade. No, that's that's Beyond Good and Evil 2. The game has been in development hell. I'm pretty certain the movie's also been in development hell. No, the movie wasn't really mentioned until a couple years ago. The movie's a fairly new-ish. It's still not new-new, but it's new-ish compared to the BG&E 2 game. But I am, like, fucking giddy at this news. Giddy! Awesome. Did right. it say animated or non-animated? I, I would assume it would be animated, given that, you know, or at least CGI of some kind, because, you know, like, Paige is a talking pig. <laughs> like, it's not like I it's mean, all I mean, they humans. did it with Charlotte's Web. I mean, like, a humanoid pig, not a pig pig. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, the Journey West any of the Disney films that are getting live action. Oh, remakes. God, don't bring those up. But, you know, she's talking about humanoids. She's talking about something that walks on two legs, has hands, and yeah. is a pig. Yeah. The Beast was not a pig. Was still a, was still uh, a humanoid. Yes, he, he was humanoid, yes, but we're specifically talking about pigs here. Just saying. LB, and o, LB asks in Twitch chat, what's an OTK? So, LB, an OTK, I'm not going to go in. Uh, so we're also seeing one that turn the, kill. one turn kill. Yes. Wow. Uh, so we're also be apparently going to be getting a Splinter Cell anime adaption adaptation. Mm-hmm. Okay, interdasting. I guess I never liked interdasting. I never liked uh, Sam Fisher or Splinter Cell. So, well, sorry. <laughs> I guess we should cancel the project then. <laughs> Just cancel the whole. Uh, Project, yeah, just fuck it. I said I didn't like it, so fuck the whole thing. Yep, it's done. It's dead. On that logic, Mandalorian season two will be coming out. <laughs> and uh, Mandalorian season two and Picard season two won't be coming out at all. Oh god, no! Based on that logic, I, I guess I shouldn't I share need, my opinion on that. I need a Picard season two. Kevin, Kevin has told me before I, he didn't like Picard. Yeah, I know, but but what I need fuck? Picard season two. No I need whatsoever. Not bad ones. I genuinely need Picard season two at this fucking point. I need it. I need some fucking Star Trek fix. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, guys, did you see that I linked that? Um, there's gonna be a Star 
Trek uh, animated yeah, series. Been, uh, Lord X. That's, Lord X looks amazing. Cannot wait for it's it. Been it was nice ages ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so but it looks good. it looks interesting. I guess. Um, I really would just like to see what is it? Orville season three. Yeah, uh, so I, 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 can't I liked Orville. I want to see Discovery season three. No, uh, Orville was really like care, just like the next generation. I like Discovery. Really I actually really liked Orville. I I was very I liked Orville hesitant too. when they announced it initially. I was incredibly hesitant when they announced it initially, but like I sat down and watched. It. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. This is literally just Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. the first season of Orville. I've not seen anything else. I want to. But it's about it was really good. trying to get it over here. VPN. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. one about Avis um, that was fucking hilarious. Do you remember that episode? They're doing yeah. um, they're doing a new Star Trek. What was it? Star Trek. Uh, it's based around Pike, uh, the Discovery. Oh Pike. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the the, the I can't remember what it, I can't remember what it's called, but it's based on the Kelvin timeline Pike, right? No, no, it's based on Prime Timeline Pike. Okay, uh, but it's it's uh, so it's after Discovery season two, uh, and when Pike goes back to the Enterprise with Spock and Number One. So interesting fact: if you're not aware of uh, Star Trek canon, uh, Commander Pike, I believe it's Christopher Pike, uh, is the original is the original captain of the Enterprise. And if you watch the original pilot for the original series, that whole thing. That whole trial thing, that's Pike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, that sets up the events that go into the original series, blah, 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 blah. I am a turbo nerd, so. <laughs> so what they're doing is the Star Trek, uh, the, the new one with Pike is going to be the prequel to the original series, like the actual full prequel to the original series. Which is going to be interesting. I still think Enterprise was criminally underrated. Uh, like the series, the series Enterprise. First Enterprise? Oh, good. The series Enterprise was critically underrated. I, I think it was very underrated. I think I I think it got really, really good later on. Yes. I think early the it was of, kind of meh. The last chunk when they started exploring Mirror Universe and everything else and all the other weird shit going on with that, I think yeah. that was really it got, good. It got really fucking good later on. It, 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 originally, it was meh. You got and it. then they just ended the series like they did, which was very sad. Do you yeah. want to do a Star Trek thing actual- after, on the after show? We fucking Chris and I will talk about whatever weird fucking nerd shit we want to. <laughs> Here's the thing: we can talk about so many things just for hours without even anyone else being here. Uh, yeah, uh, without I, even I trying. Realize that. And yeah, uh, Mayil, uh, Mayil, Mayil. I realized Mayil, that three Roddenberry. years ago, Chris. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Chris had something he wanted to talk about with uh, League, I believe. Uh, yeah, since it's been such a news heavy, uh, news light week, I've just grabbed some stuff from other places. Um, the Riot Games, League of Legends, they've started their their Spring Blossom event. Um, they announced their newest hero. Uh, it'll be Yone, the Hen of the Stained Blade. Uh, for anyone who is knows anything about League League lore. Yoni is Yasuo's brother, who's supposed to be dead, so it's interesting. So yeah, but it's very interesting how they've brought him back. The the there is a full cinematic, uh, sorry, there's a full animated trailer for it that we'll have a link in the show notes. The trailer's actually really fucking good. It's really well done. 
really well animated. Um, Riot has improved a, significantly over the years in terms of their their animations. A hundred percent. Have you watched the Annie animation? The old one? No, the new one. No. I, I will link it to you. Watched the like the original Annie thing, um, the original Bloodstone, Trendemir, and a bunch of other stuff. Some of the old stuff they had. I'm talking about stuff in the last five, like four years or so. No, never seen anything. Past. I will link I some of these. Jinx, I think the Jinx. Fantastic. I think Get Jinxed was the last one I saw. Get Jinx is amazing. I love that. Get was Jinx. like them really transitioning into a much more professional, like realistic. Wait, like, so have you? Did you have you never seen their K-pop one? No. KDA? Oh, they did a KDA one. I've heard a, about so it, but I have no interest, have interest with in it. K-pop Ari, Evelyn, Kaisa, and Akali as K-pop uh, singers, and it was amazing. Shrug. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm linking that to you later. You'll love it. Um, um, but yes, uh, Yone is a uh, mid lane AD assassin. Uh, exactly like his brother. So, okay. Uh, he's on the PBE available for testing. Uh, yeah, have fun. He's, um, he's fun. On that note, also like games that we don't play all that much, but you know, we kind of wanted to mention. Um, Dauntless just got a re. Uh, they just redid Ramsgate, which is the central city hub. Um, so if you hadn't played Dauntless in a while, maybe pop in. They've got, they've done some interesting stuff. I've not been playing it myself, but our our dear friend Arlie has been playing a lot of Dauntless lately. So I have noticed her playing a lot of Dauntless recently. So I felt like mentioning it. Just because. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, uh, do we have it? I've been meaning to ask you, do we have any more information on Boulder's Kit? Nope. No new info on BG3. Uh, they've been doing dev diaries and things like that lately. Uh, and the head of Larian uh, did a playthrough of like a chunk of the game recently, like uh, a beta or a non-release candidate uh, live play of a chunk. Do you of see it. the turn-based combat and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's really interesting. It's it's interesting. Let's have a look at that. Um. Move on to the next one. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, so Square Enix, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the five point three trailer just went live. Um, it is called Reflections and Crystal. And uh, now, one hundred percent before you even look at it, it is it is very spoilery. The trailer is extremely spoilery. If you do not want to witness any spoilers, do not look at this trailer under any circumstances. Okay. Is it spoiler? It's spoilery. Yeah, very spoilery. Super spoiler. Okay. Just I just sure. I, 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 I had to drill it home because someone's gonna look at that and not expect it to be a spoil filled with spoilers because it's a trailer. So many spoilers. <laughs> um uh the the um community site for patch five point three has been updated and is up and available as well. It includes uh information on the new Alliance trade, the puppet's bunker. Uh, has more information on a relic weapon quest, uh, as well as uh, some interesting things, including the Eshgard restoration that we're getting, the Realm Reborn overhaul, new mounts, new minions, and plenty of screenshots of all the things. Uh, the first thing that will pop up is the trailer. You can pause it and close it if you don't want to be spoiled. Just warning you that as well. Okay. 
Uh, but we'll have a link to the trailer and a link to the community site in our show notes. Right. All right. Um, so I think Kevin wanted to talk about the Xbox, uh, the Microsoft panel they did. Yeah, there the was a big Microsoft or there was a big Xbox event that happened recently. Um, there were several new games that were shown. Uh, some things were shown previously or hinted at previously. Um, there was a lot of controversy around the Halo Infinite gameplay campaign demo that they showed. Oh, yeah. Um, <sighs> I Personally, this is my opinion, I thought that the graphics looked pretty sparse, and it looked kind of like, eh, what is this? Is this, like, there was a huge open world, but it was hardly filled with anything, and, like, everything se- seemed very spread out, and there was a few things here and there. Um, but it got a lot of flack for, you know, fidelity. Xbox has since released, like, a blog post about this to kind of you know, collect some of the community feedback, comment on it, and they did say that they they want to improve some of it. So we'll see what gets refined for go live. I mean, obviously, there's a, this is all pre-production and nothing is out yet, so there's time to change it. And I believe they confirmed that Halo Infinite was also getting free 150 player multiplayer. I. I didn't believe hear anything about that was that. what they confirmed. Uh, let me, can, yeah, I'll go take yeah. a look. Yeah, I'll take a look. Okay. Um, some other games to mention. Everwild uh, is coming from Game Studio. Rare. Uh, is is Rare a part of Xbox now or Microsoft yes, now? Yes, Rare okay. is owned by Microsoft. All right. So that looks pretty cool. It looks like a fantasy role-playing game, but there wasn't any gameplay footage. Um, Eowyn, Eowyn is from Obsidian. That's their next multiplayer or their next RPG that's um, FPS or, or not FPS. It's um, first person RPG. That yeah. looks interesting. Tetris, Tetris Effect is getting a multiplayer mode, uh, which is cool. Warhammer 40K is coming out with a new game called Dark Tide, which looks to be like okay, a so, futuristic shooter. No, okay, so Dark Tide. I will actually, I know a little bit about this, uh, but first I will mention that, yes, Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be free to play, uh, and it will be running at 120 frames per second on the Xbox Series X. So that was where I got that 100 number from. All multiplayer, not just the one game. I have no idea, but uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be free to play. So that's all I know. That's all I can confirm right there. So Warhammer 40k Dark Tide is literally Vermintide. In the 40k universe, so if you're not aware, I was gonna, huh? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, this looks like Vermintide. It's Vermintide, but in 40k rather than fantasy. Okay. So, um, if you've never played Vermintide, it's a horde-based shooter, kind of. Uh, it's Left for Dead, but Warhammer. And uh, not quite. Because you're basically fighting, sort of. You're fighting sort of more of an arena rather than trying to find an objective at the end of the map. Rather than running for the safe room, you're kind of sort I'm, of dealing with more of an objective. There's a lot more camping in place in Varmintide. There's a lot more... The, like, pre- mm-hmm. the premise is the premise similar. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, uh, it's asymmetrical PvE. It's four players versus a horde of... in. Vermintide it's Skaven, but in uh uh in 40k, I believe it's Tyranids, I think. I think it's Tyranids. I think it's Tyranids. 
but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, very interested. I'm glad they actually didn't go with Space Marines for your playables. It looks mm-hmm. like they are Imperial Guards and possibly uh, looks like Imperial Guards and uh, members of the Ministerata. Ministerata. Okay. So interesting. That, Sorry, that's Never where mind. it Sorry, gets too geeky for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was also a trailer, or there was a teaser trailer for the new Fable game that's going to come out. Let's. Now, is the new Fable game Xbox exclusive? Not sure we don't know yet we don't know yet they haven't explicitly said it but the other ones previously were so it wouldn't surprise me if this followed suit it wouldn't surprise me but i also know that microsoft is doing a real big hey you can play our games anywhere as long as you buy our games especially with the xbox game pass they're doing a push that if it plays on the console it will play on your computer yeah i think I think they said, and don't quote me on this, but I think all the games that they announced or talked about will be available on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to be a thing. So yeah, you don't I, need I to buy an it Xbox. Correctly. I think they're doing it correctly currently. Yeah, I really do. If that is the case, then it would be worth picking up a Game Pass for you know a month and playing. It's literally five bucks. It's literally six bucks. It is five ninety nine. Yeah, it is that, six bucks. If that allows me to play an Xbox exclusive without buying no, an Xbox, I think it's, that's worth it. Sorry, I think it's ten for the one that you can play on both. Gav, it's oh, I don't two have an Xbox, levels. so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I don't have an Xbox either, so it would just be for the one. I just one get thing. the PC one, which is okay. six bucks, uh, and it is six bucks, and it is low enough. It's a low enough amount of money that I don't think about it. I just let it roll. I don't. Yeah. Think about it at all. Like, it's it's two days of me buying a coffee in the morning. It's literally two days of buying a coffee in the morning. I don't think about it in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, uh, to, which is to play a lot the of these new games. Spot. That's pretty cool. And that, but that's the sweet spot for where you want a subscription service to be, where you just forget about it. That's for them. That's the sweet spot for for because it doesn't actually affect a lot of your finance finances. Yeah, it's just a case of it's there. It'll roll over. Doesn't really matter. And it's enough money that it's good for them too. So. Well, you want it to be something where it's like your kid begs for it, you put it on your credit card, and then you forget that it's coming out of your credit card every month. Yeah. And then they just get free money, whether the kid's playing it or not. You know. Yeah, I, I personally view it as I, I view it as regardless, it's a worthwhile investment. Yeah, on like my it, end. if it was, I don't like. If it was like 15 bucks or 20 bucks and I was a parent and I that saw be, that coming yeah. out of my thing every month, I would be like, eh, hey, uh, kid, are you playing this? Are, are you actually oh, no, using I this? I played for a week. That's all. Uh, OK, well, I'm deleting it then because fuck that. I don't want 20 bucks. Coming I'm out deleting of my the every month. Yeah, I'm deleting the Internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like and that's I think it's at the exact right point in terms of value versus how much is I have to put out every month? I yeah. think it's perfect. I think it's a perfect amount of money. Do, do you agree with that, Neth? Am I on the am I on the right page here? For deleting the internet? What? Like having something so it's cheap enough so that as a parent you're not like questioning if the kid's even using it or not. Okay, but in my case, both of us are using it, and even if they weren't, talking it's in a not- generalized sense. Yeah, I don't think most parents are playing Xbox though. Okay, 
So on the flip side, let's then turn that around on Gav. He's been paying for a WoW subscription he's not using. Yep. Like, right. how is it any yeah. different? She's right. Right? right. Yeah, she but right. to me. Like, not, not to call you, I'm not trying to call you out, Gav. I'm just she's saying. Right. Like, she's right. <laughs> she's 100% right. She's right. Some months you use it, some months you don't. Like, what the fuck ever. But that's, to me, I cancel that as soon as I stop playing because I didn't want to spend 15 bucks a month. I just now, and I will tell you, part of my problem is that I have a very poor short-term memory, so I am scatterbrained as fuck. So I say, "Yeah, well, I'm done playing for the month. I should probably. I don't really have a whole lot of time in the rest of the month. I probably should cancel all those subscription things I'm not using." What was I talking about? <laughs> I'm very yes. much that kind of a person. So yeah. the fact that I'm doing that uh you know i you can't really you say I'm financially responsible you can't say i'm really strongly indicative of it well, but i mean like i've i've been doing like cord cutting for you know i haven't ever bought cable as an adult so like i'm very like aware of the fact that you get a few of these subscription services and it starts adding up really fucking quickly you know like whether it's Netflix or Hulu or what else, I mean, you know, this shit just adds up. And like, I, if I'm not using something that's recurring on my credit card, I try to get rid of it because that, you know, that ends up adding up over time and you don't even realize it. Yeah, it really does. And that's the thing. It's like I've gone through my financials before and like called through subscriptions and things like that that I forget that I had. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, like, I don't do it all the time. I don't do it as frequently as I do, as I should. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just a problem of the modern era, though. Everyone's like that. Yep. God damn. Everything is subscription based nowadays rather than package deals and stuff like that. Well, they've realized that that makes them more money in the long run. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you also kind of need it because, like, it's not just like you buy things and have it and that's it. I mean, a lot of these things are based on computer resources that get charged every month. And, mm -hmm. you know, especially like Amazon and some of the other large, um, uh what do you call it? hosting sites it, it's very expensive and you know like just hard drive like hard drive space has become like a major thing that drives price on these things so yeah if you're if you're holding a spot on a server for your personal data to be there it, it has to be charged every month it's not just something where it's like oh you just pay 100 bucks and then it's fine forever you know it's like no you got to it continues to be charged because you've got to power that system with electricity and everything else. To well, I mean, that's what I was saying. It it's like it's it, it's 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 a better financial model for them. Absolutely, yeah. Because it's money that they know is coming in. If you have to say, "Here's a game that we're gonna, you know, release in three months, and we hope people are gonna buy it, and we expect people to buy, you know, a hundred copies or a thousand copies of it." You may or may not get that revenue, but once that revenue is over, then you have to do something else to get more revenue. So, like, yeah, if it's something where it's just month to month, it keeps rolling in, and you know that that's what you're going to get with, you know, a certain amount of attrition rate, then, yeah, it's a lot easier for them to run their business because they know that that money is coming in. Yeah. How did this turn into a discussion about finances? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, we have been having yeah, a discussion about uh, about corporate financing and how uh, you know economic which economic model works best. Yeah, but 
I mean, the PC-only Xbox subscription for $5 a month does sound like a good deal, especially if you can play, like, day-of-release exclusive games. Like, to, this, is, this is basically designed for Chris, right? He's got a, a PS4. He's not going to buy an Xbox, but nope. he could spend $5 and play an exclusive that he wants to play and, you know, mm-hmm. not think twice mm-hmm. about it. All your limited because, to be totally honest, the war the Warhammer 40k, I'd give that a go if someone else had it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it's a it's a very elegant solution. I mean, PlayStation isn't doing this, are they? Uh, uh they do not have one no. in place yet. No. But like, yeah, you might have an Xbox and want to play a PlayStation game, but you don't want to chill out the four hundred dollars or whatever it's gonna be. Well, they have a game pass, they just don't have a computer equivalent yeah i mean to me this is yeah there's playstation now that is a thing but that's garbage also so also kind of garbage yeah yeah like this to me is the better solution because someone might not buy your console but they would buy you know a trial for an something they already have access to through their pc uh for a cheaper price exactly like (laughs) pardon me Really smart idea. That's what I'm saying, I guess. Um, for the record, it's not trials, it's the full game. It, it, it's literally the full game. Like, Carrion is a development. Well, no, I, I meant playing it for a for... short period of time and then deleting the subscription. Yeah, well, it's just like we were talking about, you know, brand new games. Like, literally on Game Pass, I just opened it up right now. Uh, Carrion is on Game Pass. Carrion literally just released like five days ago, I think. Yeah. It's brand new. It's a Devolver Digital game. It's, it's really interesting. But it's like that literally just released and it is already available on Game Pass. I could sit here and download it for free right now. That's cool. Ori, the, the second Ori, was actually on Game Pass, like live on Game Pass, like three or four days before it went live elsewhere. Yeah. Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass. I remember when that first came out. That was really fun. Yeah. It's just like the Spawn plays. There's just a lot of interesting stuff, and I think that they're doing, they've done it the correct way. I, I still think that Xbox and Microsoft has done it the correct way. Absolutely. Well, they have the uh, PC infrastructure to begin with. You know, PlayStation well, have doesn't the have that. Infrastructure. They have their own cloud infrastructure built already. They have mm-hmm. Azure. They have the whole cloud infrastructure ready to go. Yeah. So. Well, and they have PC. I mean, let's face it. I mean, PlayStation doesn't have the PlayStation PC operating system, you know, Xbox yeah. and Windows. So, yeah. so um, we had one more story. It looked like that uh, one of us was going to talk about. Um, uh, everybody, give me a random number between one and ten. You just do it. Start it off. Kick it off. Okay. So uh, if you hadn't been really following the news, there was a bit of a controversy not too long ago about America. America, yeah, uh, about uh, well, this is actually this was worldwide news for a while, uh, but it specifically deals with the U.S. Um, so the U.S. Army has a Twitch stream and a Twitter. It just sounds so weird to me. They also have an esports team which has their own Twitch stream and Twitter, um, and this kind of started. Uh, uh, it kind of started with uh, them. Tweeting out at Discord, ooh woo hearts. This is the official 
the official Twitter account of the U.S. Army esports team, which is made up of U.S. Army active duty members. Tweeting, ooh-woo, hearts at Discord. Ooh-woo. 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 Yeah, so they did that, and that kind of started like a little bit of a shitstorm, and so people began doing what was called the U.S. Army Discord speed run, uh, in which you would attempt to get, you'd try to find the fastest time to be banned from the U.S. Army esports Discord server. (laughs) Okay. Um, So people, this was all just a bunch of like bored people at home trolling the U.S. Army esports team for going ooh-woo on main um and so they um they were doing things like linking the wikipedia article to known u.s war crimes and things like that wow which would get their bot would instantly ban you so the problem is the problem kind of stems from the fact that the u.s army is funded as a governmental entity so it is funded by taxpayer dollars, so they have to be fully transparent with the U.S. populace. They were banning people from their Twitch server, from their, from their Discord server, and they were deleting their messages. That's technically not allowed. Why? Because they're a government entity. They cannot censor things, Kevin. Okay. The reason why the president is allowed, isn't actually allowed to ban people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you're also not allowed to delete your messages. He, he, the U.S. president is not allowed to delete messages on Twitter, and the U.S. military theoretically is not allowed to say, not allowed to ban you on Discord or remove your messages on Discord or Twitter or Twitch. So that's kind of opened a whole rabbit hole, which leads into the story we, we specifically had in the uh, show notes, which was uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who is politically known as AOC. Um, I don't agree with all of her policies, but I do agree with some of them. Introduced a bill to the House that uh, would have prevented the U.S. military from recruiting or advertising on Twitch. Because why? There, I think... Uh, impressionable children, basically. I think they were saying that there was a giveaway where you could sign up as young well, as 12 or 13 years old. That's part of it. So they, they did a giveaway for a U.S. Army, I think it was a U.S. Army-themed Xbox One Elite controller and headset, uh, but you had to enter all of your personal information into it. And yeah, 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 you, they didn't really have any controls on that, so they were basically getting all of your information for a long period of time your home address, and everything else. Well, first of all, how are you allowed to collect personal information from a 12 or 13-year-old in the first place, regardless of if it's the U.S. government or not? Well, remember, 13 is the cutoff date. So, okay. like, you, if you're 13 or older, you don't really need a parent's permission. Jesus to do Christ. Something. Okay. I believe that's, that's how that scary. works. That's scary. Neth, as a parent, is that, does that bother you? Um, as a parent, I pay attention to what my kid's doing. On, well, he's almost 18 now, so not so much now, but at that age, I paid attention to what the fuck he was doing on the internet. So, wow. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I can't imagine having a 13 year old giving away my address. That would 
bother would, the fuck out of me. I'd like to point out we actually need to get the child's consent if they're 13 or above to yeah. give any information to a parent. Same here. Like, if if he went to the doctor and... Well, no, I mean, like, in that case, yes, minors are still... Minors still have to give parental consent to that sort of thing. But it's just weird stuff relating to how internet works in the U.S. I mean, I've also taught him from a very young age. You don't give out your name. You don't give out your address. You don't give out your phone number. Name, rank, and serial number only. He's been... He's been brought up by a person who knows how this shit works and who actually pays attention to what he's doing. So he's known from a very young age that if it starts asking for questions, it was, Mom, come look at this. Right? Like, yeah. No, um, sorry. Aaron says in the chat that the issue wasn't that it was a contest, it wasn't even a contest, it was a fake, and clicking on it took you to a page to enlist. Oh, snap. Seriously? Okay, that's even infinitely worse. Yep. Um, no, that's and that's exactly correct, and that is one of those things I forgot to mention about well, that. They, yeah, like the contest didn't even exist. They, they it was literally just an information gathering scheme. Yeah, they can't get they can't enlist a thirteen year old. I mean, that's definitely not a thing. Yeah, you can't. But you can actually. So the U.S. military does this thing all the time about. Uh, uh, where they get commitments to enlist. They do this in high schools all the time, where they make you sign a form that says, I consent that I must enlist at XYZ, because this is what I want to do. Which, pro tip, if I remember correctly, was actually struck down as a recruiting method because it's illegal as fuck, and they're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, You have to be 17 with permission from your parent, or 18 to be able to enlist in America. Yep. But they would do things where they would like they would go into high schools and they would pressure people and they would go, oh, yeah, well, you know, you agreed to this. So you need to sign this form that says when you turn 18 that you're going to uh, that you're going to enlist. I mean, it's not making you do anything right now. You just have to sign this form. But this form is binding. You know that, right? Which it's not. It's, it's literally not. You can change your fucking mind at any time. Anything signed under the age of 18 without parental consent signing beside it is not a legal document. Yep, that's 100% correct. But they pressure kids and make them think that it's legal. And this is, this is if you break this, you'll get arrested. And I've seen this happen before. I have actually literally seen this happen before at school when I was a younger man. That happened all the time back then. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, but it was so Alexander Ocasio-Cortez uh, introduced a bill that would have banned them from advertising or recruiting via Twitch, live streaming, social media, stuff like that. Um, but specifically Twitch and live streaming services, if I remember correctly. And it was voted down predictably by the House. But at least it was brought up and they're starting to talk about it. Well, eh, with the polarized climate we have in American politics, it, it's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. No, it's not. Unfortunately. No, there's a bunch of old white men sitting in there. Eh, some of those old white men do do are, are on that side of things. But at the same time, there's lots of old white men that are on the other side of things. And there's also a lot of everybody. Politics in the U.S. really warps your mind 
when you get into it. It wow. becomes a them versus us these days, which is unfortunate. Zero Republicans voted yes for it, by the way. Yeah, that happens sometimes because right now it's an election year and we're rapidly approaching the elections and they don't want to upset the wrong people within the party. And like I said, politics warps reality around it. Election year bipartisan stuff just goes out the window. Yeah. Like anything, anything that's across the aisle just disappears. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, in election years especially, especially a very contentious one like this. So. And this is a generalist. Uh, this is a generalist podcast. Like we talk about whatever we want now. <laughs> um, but yeah. So- and in fairness, it does affect what we're talking about. Is something that could that will affect this does affect gaming. Is a it will affect Twitch. It will affect Mixer. It will affect YouTube Live. Mixer doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Does it not? Okay, whatever. They they like shut the whole fucking thing down. <sighs> they sold it to Facebook. Yeah. I'd pretty much shut the whole fucking thing down. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I mean, people... Yeah, I mean, I really... Huh? People Got need it. to just be aware that, you know, when they're giving their personal information, whether it says it's being used for a giveaway or not, they have that information then from that point on. You know? And I guess what I would be concerned about is a 12 or a 13 year old entering information in that site. And then they have that kid's online identity and can follow him. And when it does come time to recruit at 17, 18 years old, they have a lot of personal information built up on the kid by that point. And, you know, that that would be scary. So like, yep. Because, you know, I think people should enlist if they want to enlist. I don't think they should be tricked to enlist or pressured to enlist um it's a personal choice 18 year olds are fucking stupid yes accurate 20 year olds are fucking stupid i remember being 20 now there are some people that have their fucking heads on straight at that age but they are a slim minority comparatively you and far between they are a slim minority comparatively it's i i I don't get into my views on the military because that's not, this is neither the place nor the time for that. But I just understand that I disagree very heavily. Uh, yet, as he says, 30 year olds are fucking stupid. I can, I can confirm that. I am 30 year, I'm coming up to 30 and I'm fucking in, just not bright. I'm not a smart person. I know people in their 40s and 50s that are fucking stupid. I'm, like, it's 30. Five. It is not time to age, let me tell you. I am 35 and I still. Still don't know what I want to do with my life. I have never figured out what I want to do specifically with myself, so I work a dead-end retail management job. Four-year-olds are awesome, Snowy. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, uh, Crash says very clearly, lack of cognitive abilities has no age range. No, no age range. <laughs> Hashtag I mean, get off my lawn. Not, <laughs> not that you have to be stupid to join the military, but... You don't want to try to trick someone into doing something that they don't want to do, regardless of what age they are. Elena said something very interesting. She says, I will say this is the daughter of a military recruiter. Your recruiters lie. They have to. They are ordered to. The military does not care about you. Most most (laughs) military recruiters are just literally following orders. They have quotas. They're just like a salesman. They have quotas and shit they have to meet. 
they are told they are mm-hmm. ordered to meet and if they don't they get punished for it it happens like don't be upset with military recruiters most of the military recruiters i have met that have gotten out of the military at the end were just like i regret doing some of the things i did i really do like i knew a couple of military recruiters right before 9-11 happened and they recruited a shitload of impressionable 18 17 18 19 20 year olds like in the following days of that and then everything that happened after that and i know a couple of them still and they're like they've gotten out of the military at this point and done stuff like that and they're just like i really i sent people to die i got an 18 year old to sign up for a thousand dollar bonus and i sent that kid to die in the middle of a fucking desert and i regret every single thing that i ever did for that so uh but yeah that's really heavy stuff that you know let's probably not keep going into that's three shows three three or four shows in a row where it's been super heavy so we apologize we'll try and be kept up next week next time and we thought we <laughs> caught, cut out all the heavy stuff already we did no yeah, we're it's 2020 guys we can't do it we're not gonna he's not saying we cu- we're gonna cut all the heavy stuff he said we thought we had cut all the heavy stuff from the news <laughs> oh i didn't hear him yeah. yeah yeah we thought we had got rid of all the heavy stuff it's it's and then we went down to explaining the u.s military going woo at a app pro at an app platform yeah that took us here yep and on that note uh that's gonna be the show for this week folks you can talk to us during the week you can find us on twitter the show is at azaroth ctc kevin over there is at swing cat with a k chris is at akari underscore mag i of course am at gavril that's two eyes one l underscore et neth is of course at neth winch uh, you can send emails to feedback at azarothctc.com we'd love to hear from you join us on saturdays like right now when we record and stream the show here on azaroth uh, twitch t twitch.tv slash azarothctc for links to today's show you can visit our website at www.azarothctc.com shoot us a review soundcloud stitcher itunes whatever it is that you use to put sounds in say shill for twitch boys and girls shill for, shill for twitch, twitch.